Films, let's talk about films and movies. Films reflect the tastes and values of the period in which they are made. We can trace the changing status of women, evolving ideas about masculinity, war, crime, journalism, and or what our government's doing, or anything else, by Hollywood treatments over the decades. So when historians look back at this glut of superhero flicks, what will they say about us? We are truly living in Hollywood's comic book age, a global obsession super of superhero movies uh, that are seen by hundreds of millions of people, of course, and arguably, arguably the most consumed stories in human history, if you think about how popular uh, they are. Now, James Cameron, a Canadian director, James Cameron, who, of course, is the director of the original Avatar, and the new Avatar will be coming out uh, this December, Avatar The Way of Water. He joins the ranks of celebrated directors like Martin Scorsese, Francis Ford Coppola, and Ridley Scott, uh, who have something to say about the superhero genre. Now, he recently spoke to uh, the New York Times, and he said, listen to this, is when I look at these big, spectacular films, I'm looking at you, Marvel and DC Comics. It doesn't matter how old the characters are. They all act like they're in college. They have relationships, but they don't really, but they really don't. They never hang up their spurs because of their kids. The things that um, really ground us and give us power, love, and a purpose, he says. Those characters don't experience it, and I think that's not the way to make movies. Well, guess what? That's war (laughs) in the CKNW newsroom, I tell you. We had a significant conversation about uh, uh, Marvel and DC Comics, and joining me now to talk about uh, superhero movies and whether or not they're just, it's time for them to go away, is our show contributor, of course, John Chang, and uh, producer of this show, Stephen Chang. John and Stephen, welcome. Thanks, Jazz. Hello, Jazz. Well, let me start with you, uh, John Jang. Uh, your thoughts on what uh, James Cameron had to say in regards to these superhero flicks, that they've just gone too far, they don't really have a purpose in the sense that they're very juvenile, and it's time for Hollywood and all of us to just move on. What are your thoughts? Uh, I would say that uh, he certainly knows what he's talking about. My biggest issue is that Hollywood is very risk-averse these days, and that means they're going back to the well every single time, clinging to franchises that have clearly been very profitable, which is great for studios like Marvel and DC because we're getting two or three superhero movies like every single year. But it's also terrible for filmmakers and writers that actually have brilliant ideas but can't convince the Hollywood executives to give them a chance. Like, let me ask Jazz you a question. When's the last great you, a movie that you saw that wasn't attached to a franchise, that wasn't a sequel, and it wasn't a reboot? Can you remember what film that was? I, I can't. And I love movies. And uh, right. I mean, I, I agree with you in that sense that where's this generation's godfather? And, I, and that's a high bar, of course. But uh, where's the story about family? Where's the story about uh, love? Where's the story uh, about uh, whatever it may be, the, 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 that great caper uh, that uses nuance and subtlety? You don't see much of that. Uh, let's bring our good friend Stephen Chang uh, on this. Stephen, uh, you just heard John. Your thoughts on uh, DC Comics and Marvels, is, has Hollywood just gone too far in one direction? Um, well, I wouldn't say they've gone too far in one direction. Yes, superheroes have taken over the movie industry, but with James Cameron saying that there is not much emotional depth to the characters or the movies in general, um, please tell me when the last time you've seen a movie in a theater 
that wasn't a superhero movie that generated this kind of reaction. So as you can tell with the emotional reaction from all of these people in these movies, um, we watched over 10 years of Marvel films and we were attached to these characters emotionally and just watched what just watch their development go through each of these movies to the climactic point that it's Avengers Endgame. So, yeah, they're not the same as other cinematic movies like Titanic or Avatar, which I argue is a Pocahontas ripoff, but <laughs> there, there's a lot more emotional depth to these movies than people think there are. But here's my question to you. How many of those uh, will be winning an Oscar? I would say zero. How many of those movies 20, 15, 20 years from now or 30 years from now when historians, film historians look back, are going to go, Oh, did you see Affinity War? No, but we're still going to be talking about The Godfather. We still talk about Gone with the Wind. Maybe I sound like a, uh, you know, it's a highfalutin kind of artsy kind of conversation, but these movies will not stand the test of time because at, at its core, it's not the story that drives them. It's the technology and the special effects. And the story, Jazz, that is where I disagree with you is because, like I said, these are 10 years worth of movies building up to one climactic event that is no, Avengers no, Endgame. No, no, no. I'm sorry, you're wrong. The stories are so shallow. I mean, to your point about the audience reaction, sure, that's an emotional moment because dead superheroes came back to life in that moment. Of course, there's going to be an uh, emotional reaction. But the stories themselves are shallow, Stephen. Good guy <gasps> becomes superhero. Bad guy threatens to destroy the world. Good guy has to overcome the identity crisis and accept their new role as this global protector. Bad guy loses. Rinse and repeat. Tell me, what's the difference in story arc? between Marvel's Avengers and the Fantastic Four. There's it's a group of superheroes that save the planet and or the universe. Rinse and repeat. I don't see it being much more than that. It's two hours of great special effects, but there's nothing inherently new to the story. Mr. You Jang. look at other original films like Baby Driver, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. Fight Club, mm-hmm. movies that have challenged us on an intellectual level to think a little bit more broadly about certain things, about good versus evil. These movies actually challenge you and convince you to think. Instead of just two hours where you're just sitting in front of a screen with all these hundreds of millions of dollars spent on special effects to distract you from the real truth, which is that these movies are shallow. They're not as shallow as you think they are, John, because, for example, in Avengers Infinity War, nobody actually thought that half the characters would die in that movie and it left people hanging off their seat at the very end we're like what do you mean nobody (laughs) if you have read the comics you would have of course known that this was going to happen the original content is there the entire theater had a heart attack at that moment in that movie okay and let me talk about character development okay you watched let's let's go with spider-man for example okay there's spider-man homecoming uh, where he just started as a kid and he was starting to get more into the superhero community as Spider-Man, who's brought in by Iron Man, right? But if you watch each movie progressively, you can see how much he's grown. And by the time he got to Spider-Man No Way Home... But, but you see, the problem, the Steven, is that when you say Spider-Man, I, I start thinking, okay, which Spider-Man are you talking about? The one with Tobey Maguire? The one with Andrew Garfield? The one with this kid now whose name has just slipped out of my mind because there's Tom a Holland, versions John. of them? Like, the fact is, we're, we're talking about a franchise that has gone on for a, such a long time. We've started to lose track of actually who's playing each character and why it's supposed to matter and they can't 
really come up with new ideas for that. By the way, to your point about audience reaction, let me take you back 12 years ago when Inception was in, it was in the theaters at the ending, when the spinning top was cut suddenly to black and the credits started rolling. You don't think audience members had huge reactions to that moment? Not a that theater, was no. genius cinematography that, again, was based on a purely original script that you can't find in a comic book. It's not a sequel and it's not a reboot. I'm going to jump in here. And, and I think, John, you make a very good point here. I mean, when you, when you look at Hollywood today, they always say, well, you got to own the IP, which is intellectual property. So basically, you own the superhero so you can sell figurines. You can have a ride at Disneyland. And they'll make those big budget movies. And, of course, uh, movie making is cheaper today because of equipment. So you have a, a sort of small budget movies and the big budget movies. What we're missing is that middle that where you spend 25 or $50 million. And it may be yeah, yes. on relationships. I mean, I, I mentioned um, The Godfather. The Godfather came out in 1972. So half a century ago, and we're still talking about it. We are not going to be talking about Affinity War uh, 50 years from. That's the difference. And sometimes when I've, I have gone to Avengers, and you know who's explaining the detailed nuances of a character or what another character, uh, maybe you know, a character uh, sort of showing up in the next movie when they, when they show them at the end of the credits. My 13-year-old son explains the nuances to me because I'm not that interested. So he's going to explain it. He's excited. That's great. Like I guess I was when I was Star Wars was there. But the problem is Hollywood has walked away from that mid-tier movie, the mid-budget yes. movie that we used to, that drove Jess, all of this conversation, right? You're nailing it perfectly. Hollywood yeah. is a microcosm of society right now and the middle class is disappearing. And that's exactly what we're seeing with Hollywood, right? Like, Stephen, I'm not saying you're a bad guy for liking the superhero movies. They're engineered <gasps> to have good support. They're engineered to go and take your heart and, and win lots of money for the studios. Like that's, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But what happened to those good mil, good middle of the run movies that actually made you think that but actually we, had, but we also have to say plots? that superhero movies, especially with Marvel in the last decade or so, they did change the game. There hasn't been any other kind of movie where you yeah, have they, multiple films in a shared universe, have other characters who you wouldn't even think appeared in another movie would appear in another movie. And that's, that's kind that's of like a new changing, status quo. That's not changed the game. They've just, what game that changed is push out all the movies that we used to watch about everyday human beings with no superpowers and just dealing with daily life. That's what they've pushed out. But temporarily removing plot armor from certain characters only to bring them back at the very next movie is not to me changing the game it's just changing um one's expectations going into the films without actually changing anything like the, the the superheroes all came back except of course the dramatic loss of a certain superhero at the very end i guess i'll just put in that spoiler there but uh, look at the end of the day where i think hollywood is going is a place where again they're very risk averse and they know movies like this make money the fast and the furious franchise is going on for like the 10th film now oh god somehow they went from a group of <laughs> california-based street racers to a team of superheroes, in a sense, who can go and save the world again and again and well, again. When, when you're jumping from when you're jumping from one high rise in Dubai into the other high rise in Dubai, you've just you've just I, I understand escapism, but you've gone too far once again, relying too much on special effects. Uh, now you you know between Steve and John and myself, this is our conversation this morning. 